You're listening to the ProcureTech Podcast, your weekly show for all that's cooking in the digital procurement space. Yes, we've got the hottest startups, thought leadership and conversation from visionary industry experts and definitely no stiff corporate content. I'm your host, James Meads, procurement pro, digital nomad and ProcureTech fanboy. And now here's this week's show. Yes, hello there, greetings, and thank you for joining me on the show today. We've got another episode of the ProcureTech podcast where we bring you everything that is fun, exciting, and innovative in the digital procurement space, and definitely no interviews or content that will make you want to fall asleep. So this week, we're actually going to be focusing on a pretty small but growing startup that I believe is filling a gap in the market that's currently out there. Because this company has developed a a simple to use intuitive interface software that serves the needs of small and medium sized businesses. And this is the conundrum, isn't it, of how small, how big does a business need to be before they can afford procurement software and really sort of trading features to be at an attractive enough price point so as it's a viable business for them too. So I'd like to welcome this week's guest to the show, Adam Thomas from Obalu. Welcome to the ProcureTech podcast. Hi, James. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. So before we jump in, just maybe briefly introduce your background and how you became involved in in a procurement startup. So I have been a procurement consultant for the last eight years. And somebody, a friend of mine, was chatting about procurement software and it looked and sounded interesting, and with my background um, in procurement, and prior to that, I'd worked in uh, international capital markets, um, broking and trading. And one of those had been working on a, a a trading platform. Was hold on, this has got a real there's a there's a real need for this in the SME space. So from that, we then developed um, Obalu. And Obalu focuses on the sort of small to medium sized enterprises market. So what typically in terms of level of turnover or size of business would you typically target? So typically we would target between five and a hundred million of turnover. Um, the reason for that is that there are many um, enterprise level companies and their minimum turnover is around about a hundred million. So we're sitting beneath there. Um, it's also going to depend on how much supply under contract companies have. So if they've got, if a company's got less than 5 million turnover, but has significant supply under contract, then Obelu is ideal for them. And so you're covering four major areas, e-sourcing, contract management, supplier management, and savings management, which is a pretty broad sort of suite that you can, uh, that, that, that you've got under your umbrella there. But surely if you're looking at sort of smaller businesses, rather than enterprise level, isn't a sort of simple procure-to-play platform what they really need? I think from a finance perspective, uh, procure-to-pay, or it's, it's, it's transactional, it's purchase-to-pay effectively. It's getting the purchase orders, it's making sure that the, the goods or services are received, and it's then making sure they're paid. Now, that's very transactional. From us, from our perspective, it's more strategic. It's looking at the whole procurement cycle. And as you pointed out, the four parts of the procurement cycle there. So you then obviously get the benefits of that, of having consistency of process. 
you have the transparency of what's going on along the, every every part of the process, and then ultimately you have control. Now, from that, you can start saving time and money, which is obviously beneficial to an SME, especially when they have, you know, I guess, constraints on resources already. So if they're not already running an ERP system, and, you know, maybe you can share something on typically what you're seeing out there in the market, but if they're not already running an ERP system for their finance what you're saying is then that if they if they took a procure to play platform and they took Obalu, those two could play pretty nicely together and cover pretty much the suite of what a typical business that size would need for for both their transactional uh, procure to pay as well as the more sort of strategic sourcing or supplier relation supplier management sort of side of things. Absolutely. Obviously, with your, with a, a purchase to pay system, what you're getting at the end of it, you're getting some fantastic data. Now, if that data is then looked at and used, you can actually then use that data to start identifying opportunities, what the company actually needs for them to when they're running sourcing activities, they can actually be getting exactly what they want. So that then enters into the whole procurement cycle of let's go out, let's go and do a deal. Let's have a contract. Let's manage those supplies. And ultimately, if anything, you want to measure the savings so you can then see the success. So next time round, you can then review it again and it becomes cyclical. Would something like this then be, would it be suited to companies that may not even have procurement? I mean, certainly at the lower end of the spectrum of the market that you're seeking to serve, often companies of that size, I think, you know, five to 10 million pounds or dollars or euros, they they wouldn't necessarily have a procurement team. They might have an office assistant that does the purchase orders, but they wouldn't necessarily have a, a built-out procurement function. Would they still be able to use something like this, you know, stakeholders that maybe are responsible for commercial decisions and 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 still get value from it? So any any company of any size, bit of startup, is going to be having a procurement using a procurement process. They might not call it procurement. So for a startup, they would turn around and they would look, be looking at uh, payment gateways. So for that, they would go out there, they'd look at the market, they would research it, they would then evaluate it and make sure that they had the right payment platform in, 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 in place for themselves. Then that company then starts getting employees. And then any process, any process that can be recorded or any process that can then be applied can then be used to those with those employees to make sure that they've got transparency control. Now, when you're a smaller company, very easy to manage. When you start having employees and when you start having employee turnover, what you want to try and do is make sure you've got consistency. So if you're very small, you might be using spreadsheets. You might be using calendars, um, calendar to record important dates. You might be using shared drive to keep documents in. That's fine. But then when you start growing and you have more contracts, and you have more suppliers, and you've got more employees, that's when you want to have that control so that you've got records of it. If somebody's off sick or somebody leaves the company, you know why things have been done. So that's then when Obalu comes in, you've obviously got a system that's recording all the information. There are very simple processes that are intuitive and simple to follow. You've got an audit trail of any changes that have been made. So what you can do, you might have a contract in place, and you Many times a procurement consultant I've got in somewhere and people don't know why they're working for a particular supplier. If you can go back and look at it and go, okay, this is the evaluation. This is why we're working with them. And then on top of that, from Obelu's perspective, we then allow the companies, they can put in their own values, what's important to them, whatever that might be. It might be a particular part of ESG 
they can then share those values with their suppliers and their su suppliers then respond and they are then marked against the values that that company holds important to them. So they, if they're going out there and advertising that they're very sustainable, they need to make sure that they're working with suppliers who are equally as sustainable. So I, mean, I hope that answers your question. Yeah, it does. And it kind of it kind of splits it between two different segments of the market, doesn't it? Because on the one hand, you've got, as you mentioned, companies that are growing and scaling very quickly and, and are maybe then just trying to play catch up in terms of their governance and their processes. And then on the other hand, you've got more established traditional businesses that historically just never really paid much attention to procurement beyond the sort of day-to-day -day transactional uh, purchase to pay or you know order processing type of functions where are you seeing the most interest in the market you know if we just take a simplistic view of the world and separate it into those two this is the interesting thing obviously we have the four modules that are all included in the for, for obolu but we're seeing that people like uh, there's, there's demand for you know, what we've seen so far, more for contract management and supplier management. Now, us having e-sourcing and the savings management and the values on top completes the cycle, but different companies have got different needs um, depending on where they are and how mature they are in that procurement process. A lot of people, as we said, don't even call it procurement. It's just something that happens, but everyone is using procurement. We all know the benefits of procurement when it's done well, um, and it's companies realising the cost savings, the time savings, um, working with the right suppliers, making sure that they're managing their performance, their risk, making sure they're compliant. These are all things that people are now realizing and it's becoming more and more important. Enterprise companies have been aware of this for many years. Now SMEs are becoming more aware of it and the opportunity is there to do it themselves and Obalu enables them to do so. So are you finding if they're looking then for things like contract management and supplier management is... Is Obalu feature-rich enough for them to for them to take, or are they looking for more of a specialist suite, or, or do they see the added advantage of the additional things that that you're bringing to them as well as those uh, as well as those modules? So, if we take something like contract management, contract management, and every, all the modules in Obalu designed to be simple and easy to use. Now, when you initially set up a new contract, it asks for the bare minimum of information that will allow you to manage that contract effectively. But when you, once you've entered that, it then asks you, do you want to add more information? So it then asks you, you can then start naming who's actually managing it within your company. You can then start up, either upload the documents yourself, or you can start, you can ask the, the suppliers to upload contracts. So it's a bit like the TARDIS, you go in, well, you see it from the outside, it looks like it's very small, but actually it opens up to a lot more. So it depends how much information you want to add, but the questions are there and it's got the ability to store them. And that sort of leads me on nicely to the next thing that I wanted to ask you, which is any with anything that's aimed at the sort of lower end of the market in terms of company size, there's always going to be a compromise in terms of pricing versus features and functionality because functionality because inevitably the smaller the business typically the smaller the budget they will have to spend on software so is it a particular challenge or conundrum for you when you're looking at product development and looking at features finding that specific sweet spot so when it comes to to features and functionality we believe that obolu we've created obolu that has all the functions and features functions and features that 
an SME requires. So any company can effectively run sourcing activities, manage their contracts, their suppliers and savings. Now, if they want to then have auctions and things like we don't have auctions on there. But from our perspective, it provides everything that you would need. It creates permanent records. They can either be archived, they can be, they can be, they can be live. I guess just as the in the CRM system, when it was first created, it was for enterprise size companies. Now every company, no matter what their size, has a CRM system. Where we see Obalu is almost, let's call it the SRM. We're more than an SRM system. But that's where we see it going, that actually, why shouldn't a company of any size have access to the advantages of using a procurement software and making themselves as competitive as possible against the big boys? So just a quick interlude, because there are a couple of things that I really want to make you aware of, because I think they will be valuable for you. So number one, we now have a monthly newsletter where we bring you curated content of everything that's happening in the digital procurement space. If you want to get that, just head to procuretechpodcast.com forward slash newsletter, enter your name and email, and we'll get that delivered straight to your inbox. Number two, if you're a head of procurement or a center of excellence leader, and you're perhaps a little bit confused or overwhelmed with what's out there as best of breed digital procurement technology, especially if you're a mid-sized business, schedule a call with me. There's a link at the bottom of the show notes in this episode. Just hit that schedule a call link and we can have a quick chat to understand your challenges and what potential solutions out there may be suitable for your organization. And now let's get right back to this week's show. And that's a really good point about auctions, actually, because even if there was a company that had a big enough spend on a particular category that necessitated or, or that drove them to run auctions, they can always go out and hire a consultant to use a piece of software that that's that's accessible to that sort of segment to run an auction for them as a as a paid service you know they're only going to be doing one two three auctions a year e- even if they are in the in the position that they that they want to do it and it probably doesn't facilitate the need for them to go out and buy a separate e-auction software looking at the market segment that you're going after once a company gets you know 100 million plus there is an argument to to perhaps have their own software so yeah no i i, I can i can see the logic behind that and where you're where you're maybe having to make tough decisions between features and price point it's you don't want to overkill it do you and make it so complex for people to use especially on features that they may not really take much advantage of 100 percent. i mean from, with any digital solution be it in procurement or whatever else it might be there are three main considerations there's obviously the processes and the outcomes budget and then the third part which is the most important i believe is people now you could have the most amazing all singing all dancing system but if people won't use it because it's not user friendly then it's a way effectively it's a waste of money because you'll never get those deliveries that you you thought that out those outcomes that you were paying for so obalu has been designed to be as, as simple as intuitive as possible and and i'll be quite honest from a design perspective it's more difficult to make something simple than it is complicated it could have been far more complicated. <laughs> that's, but it, a, that's an interesting insight, actually. I've not thought of it that way, but yeah. <laughs> exactly. And, it, you know, we've got some fantastic product guys who actually really ask some very deep questions. Do you need to do this? Do you, no, you don't. Actually, let's reduce the number of steps. Let's make it as simple as possible. Everyone in their daily life is doing procurement. 
they don't they don't call it procurement they don't know it's procurement but they are doing they are following a procurement yeah. cycle you know it might be purchasing whatever a new car or whatever else it is they are doing it so actually that's where obelu is coming in it's providing the processes it's providing the records it's providing the alerts and it's providing a way of measuring it and that i mean that's that's a simple way of looking at it yeah so let's talk a little bit about how you came to decide on your specific pricing model because the reason I want to ask this is because number one, you're very transparent about this on your website and a lot of procurement technology companies are not, you know, they, you have to book a demo or get in touch with them before they'll reveal what the thing costs. But the other reason why I'm curious about this is, you know, as we kind of alluded to a little bit earlier, your target market is going to be way more price sensitive than, than larger businesses are. So maybe just walk me through what your logic was and how you arrived at the particular price model that you have done. Sure, sure. So from our perspective, we know that SMEs, as you said, are price sensitive. They want to be getting the best value for money. As software as a service has evolved over the last few years, um, there's a lot of very good software that is competitively priced to give SMEs access to the same similar level of um, of expertise that they're getting from the enterprise level companies are getting. So from us, it was very important to price it so that SMEs would find it attractive and go, do you know what? The ROI on that's fantastic. And we are now, we're managing our liabilities. We're managing those contracts. And that's that's what we wanted to do is, is make it so it's accessible for SMEs. So we've covered pricing, which is obviously going to be a, a key factor in any negotiation at that level. So let's pretend if I'm a if I'm a CFO or probably even a CEO of a company that size, which is typically who you would be selling this to what would you list as the three major advantages of using a simple but effective digital procurement platform you know taking aside what we said that it doesn't cover procure to pay i guess the number one consideration for a ceo or cfo is that you've you've spent a lot of money resource on marketing and sales to bring in the revenue a procurement software like Obelu is there to help protect that revenue. It's to stop wasting money. It's to help save you time and money. So it's it's effectively it's protect helping protect that bottom line. The next thing from our perspective, from Obelu's perspective, it's helping companies promote their values, whatever they may be, to their suppliers and working with suppliers who share their values. So obviously, if you've got companies and it's, it might be around sustainability, that's part of their brand. They need to be working with suppliers who also have followed that ethos. And then I guess the last part is obviously from working and managing suppliers and doing it properly, suppliers have got so much to offer. It might be innovation. Um, it might be a different quality. It might be a different way of doing things. That's fantastic. And actually, by managing the whole process, hopefully it will help com- help companies to open their eyes to work with suppliers that perhaps they wouldn't have worked with. That's pretty convincing. <laughs> I, know, I, mean, I don't know. Does that does that sound fair? No, I, th- I think it does, and it's always the battle, isn't it? And I have these conversations with uh, you know anyone that's selling something business to business. It's always around the value proposition and what rate of return will they see on their investment versus anything else that they could spend the money on. So I was going to say, James, we can be you know very basic in terms of an ROI. There was a survey, I believe, in. 2014, I think it was PWC, PWC did, that said by managing your, your third-party spend, you could save anywhere between 7 and 12%. So 
So imagine you're spending £100,000 spend, and you could manage that. You could be saving anywhere between £7,000 and £12,000. Well, imagine you're spending a million pounds, then the numbers become significant. And obviously, with the cost point of with Obaloot, the ROI is huge. Yeah, as long as you've got people that know how to use it and have got the, it's like anything, isn't it? People people together with the right system or with the right software it, it can create a fantastic outcome. 100%. I mean, you're a pretty new company, and I, I know that you're, you're you're growing pretty quickly since since you since you launched this. Do do you see your growth being in an out of the box model, or or are you starting to see more inquiries now that want to customize it and have more of a done for you solution that um, that that can uh, to your point earlier that maybe expand on some of the modules that are more interesting to them. Interesting question. It was the. When it was when Obalu was, I guess, um, born, the idea was it to be for it to be an out of the box, and that was where it that's what it was going to be. As it's evolving, we are you know we're involved in customizations. We've done customizations already, and we're involved in other customizations. So it's a question of Obalu is incredibly agile because we are a, a young company. And you know, as an example of that, when I demoed to you several months ago, you came up with the idea of having floating descriptions of each of the icons on the menu box. That's now been actioned. So again, it's one of those things that because the size of us, we can be very agile. And if somebody comes to us with a great idea, we will more than happily introduce it to everyone. If companies have got specifics, it might be around contract management or supplier management, we're more than happy to sit down with them and to see whether it makes sense to to, to customize for them. So it's really just maintaining that flexibility, which I guess is the beauty of being a pretty a pretty lean startup. Definitely, 100%. So final question, Adam, if anyone would like to find out a little bit more about Obalu or to uh, maybe book a demo, what's the best place that they can get hold of you? The best place is on our website or by emailing hello at obalu.com. I mean, something that we are doing, we are seeing, I mean, we recently launched a an initiative Called the Obalu program for charities and non-profits and we're doing that it, it's rolled out it started in the UK through a company called Ch- our partner charity digital which is af- actually offering Obalu to charities and non-profits to the standard subscription of 50 cent discount what we're trying to do we would love to support charities and non-profits so anything we can do to do that you know we're here to help and I will link to all of that in the show notes. Adam, thank you for coming on the show. Be interesting to see how you grow over the next 12 months and be watching you closely. Good luck. Thank you very much. So I personally think that the SME market is something that is ripe for this type of technology. And I'm amazed, really, that there aren't that many other companies out there that are doing it. So thanks again to Adam for a great interview and insights on how procurement software can benefit some of the smaller companies out there. And to you, thank you very much for listening to the show. We're aware that there are other procurement podcasts out there, and we're very happy that you've chosen to insert us into your earballs on this fine day. We will catch you again same time next week. Until then, take care, all the best, and speak to you soon. Bye for now.